is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year, right? We are in 2020. That's it. We made it. Just finished wrapping up a decade, right? And now a new year begins, Mm -hmm. a new decade, right? It's a new start. Um, I think like we said before, New Year's, they don't necessarily mean a new start, right? But it kind of mm-hmm. gives us that opportunity to uh, start over if we have to, to um, revisit things and, you know, change uh, the way we've done things and just kind of have a new perspective and just new energy and strength uh, to do different things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to take an episode where we looked back, yes, right, on this last decade, right, this year. Uh, year and you know like i guess decade you could say right that we've gone through yes. um both on the podcast also in our lives and yeah. things that have happened that have impacted us you know um in general and it's funny because i think sometimes it takes for something like this to happen where mm-hmm. you start thinking and start mm-hmm. creating a list and you're like oh snap like things yes. have happened right um 10 years ago for me i was 16 mm-hmm. which is crazy mm-hmm. i mean 10 years ago you were 21 21 right mm-hmm. so um just age wise like that's like a huge thing right but a lot of things have happened yes i think uh through the years um generally you know speaking for for most people right there should be that sense of growth Mm -hmm. right and accomplishment um and obviously there's highs there's lows right but um all in all is good to look back reflect Mm -hmm. and ultimately thank god that we're still here. Thank God that we're yeah. still sane, right? Thank God that um, he's kept us all this time. Yeah, and I think, you know, people be posting and they posted already, New Year, New Me, all this other right. stuff. Uh, but I think that what we're doing today is very important because you can't say New Year, New Me if you haven't even looked back to see what you did wrong yeah. or, you know, what did work for you, you know, because just because it's a new you doesn't mean that there, is, there aren't certain things that you should carry on, you know, to the next decade. Right. uh, You know, with you. Yeah, I heard someone say today they were uh, speaking at a church and they were saying, you know, a lot of people are saying the whole new year, new me or in 2020 is my year. And and Mm. she was like, no, it's not. She's (laughs) like, if in 2019, this is the way you're acting. Yeah. What makes you think that, you know, just the start of a new year changes you all of a sudden? You're a brand new person. If you wanted 2020 to be your year, you needed to have started in 2018. Yeah. You know, and start looking at your life and working. Mm. So, you know, it's just something, again, to think about. And I think uh, oftentimes we don't do it unless we have to. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, or unless we're forced to because mm. our situation is just so bad and it's not working that we need change. I know that you have no other choice but to. Uh, but it is, you know, if if you are starting a new year, new me thing, you still have time to self-reflect and to just look back. Like, what are, you know, just the like the, the milestones in your life that happened? You know, like Miguel mentioned 10 years ago, he was 16. I was 21. I wasn't even married. I wasn't in, I wasn't even thinking. We met. 10 years ago. I remember my wife 10 years ago had no idea she was going to be my wife. Um, I was in a completely different place in my life. I was just at the, I think, in the hype of ministry at that time. Um, So it's crazy because it's, like you said, the highs and the lows, you know, and you have to self-reflect and to look back at what was, where were you 10 years ago mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, and is, was, are, were you in a good place? 
uh, were you in a bad place? Uh, you know, were there things that happened that you were like, I hadn't, I didn't believe I was going to surpass, you know, I went through such a horrible time and, you know, I thought I wasn't going to get out of it, but it's been 10 years since that happened. And look at you, you didn't even think about it. Uh, so right. it is great to look back, um, and to reflect in those things, you know, um, like I said, 10 years ago, we met had no idea that 10 years later we'll be doing this, you know, that we'll be working so closely as we do in our church and ministry and all this other stuff, you know, and it's crazy to see how stuff like that would happen. Yeah. um, When I was 16, right, a smack dab middle of 11th grade. um, At that point, I was already, uh, we were doing how ministries, we were kind of already, you know, fully involved in that. Um, Graduated high school, right, after that, that summer went on uh, our first missions trip, right? So that definitely was like a highlight. Yeah, that's a big for thing. The decade. When you know, did you, you guys went to the that art? Was Dominican Republic yep. first. Mm-hmm. Um, did that? That was like highlight of my life, you know, up to that oh. part. Um, definitely after that, you know, we I I did four years of college, right, for teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, that in itself, college life is a journey, right? But it's again <laughs> a chapter, right? Yeah. In this last decade, um, I think. One of the things I say, you know, out of that of the college experience um, is it definitely taught balance. Mm -hmm. Right. Because while I was, you know, full time, you know, college student, I was working, um, you know, doing tutoring and different things like that, um, fully involved in ministry and in, you know, church and traveling with how every summer from that year we did mission trips, trips. you know, um, Argentina, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Honduras, Guatemala years later, like, you know, you joined us on, you know, one of those trips as well. Um, again, just kind of crazy how things come full circle, but, uh, definitely kind of the schooling and education was a big, you know, chapter Mm -hmm. in this last decade, you know, graduating high school, graduating college and just the uh experiences and highs and lows you kind of go through mm-hmm. um trusting god in yeah. you know I'm, i gotta get this paper done i gotta get this done i gotta get yes. this in ed tpa stuff government testing and <laughs> you know all these different things um you know and that's all just on kind of like we say a secular level, yeah you know no you know and then you know for me you know when i look at the last 10 years like one of the words that pop into my mind is transition you know a lot changed for me in those 10 years, you know, aside from the getting married and be- becoming a dad, which is super mega important and I'll get into later. Uh, but even like my church circle completely shifted. You know, I moved out I'm originally from Brooklyn, uh, moved out to Long Island. That doesn't sound far, but it's worlds apart. <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> and Long Island are two totally different things. Uh, I remember when I first moved out here, even, you know, culturally, the way people talk and, you know, the way people interact was different, you know, and it was like, I don't know, like it would just took me uh, su- such a, a, a minute to acclimate and, you know, uh, and for people to acclimate to me, you know, like, oh, why are you so aggressive? Why are you talk so strong? Why are you like this? And it's just like, I don't know. I just, that's, uh, that's how it's always been. Um, but during that transition period you know there were some good things and bad things that happened you know i went from you know being around a certain group of people for 20 plus years moving and having that circle
will drop you like if you didn't even matter and having to learn how to rebuild friendships again having how to rebuild relationships you know how to uh, make a new church your home and feel comfortable with you know not only you know worshiping God freely but also being able to work you know I remember that I had went into the intention when I got married and came to the new church uh, with the intention of okay I'm just gonna be someone that sits in the background nobody's gonna look at me I'm not gonna do anything and that was not the plan that God had for me and I had to be okay with that and hit the ground running uh so a lot changes when you look at back are you um for me I'm not around the same people that I was in 2010 and you know part of that is or a lot of that is for the better you know, some people are part of your transition. Some people part of your growth. Uh, some people, they were only there meant for a moment. And some people, they decided to jump off the train. And they jumped off, and that's okay. It's Yeah. You got to be okay with that. And I think just people in general, they um, if you were to look back, right, the last decade, you'd probably find that that's something that happened to you, right? The idea that um, at the start of the decade, right, you were probably with a certain group of people or had certain friends or, you know, even family around, whereas now um, you may not, right? I think that idea of transition is something that we experience often. Um, sometimes it could be, you know, you kind of may grow out of a certain way of thinking of Mm -hmm. a certain culture that people have, right. A certain mentality. And, um, you know, there could be fallouts and different things like that. Right. As well. Um, but again, transition is a word that I think people are scared of, right? It's um, something that comes with a price. I, for sure, in the last decade, right, can definitely relate to that where you have a certain group of people around you. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, that shifts and changes um, again. Um, it all is kind of like that learning process. Yeah. And I think that everything you go through affects how you view your life and everything else, whether mm-hmm. it's ministry, right? Whether it's your career, whether it's people, whether it's your friends, your family, right? Moments like that made me appreciate my family so much more mm-hmm. and realizing like my family's got my back, right? Yeah. They're my true support system. Um, it's also taught me about communication, mm-hmm. you know, when you have uh, situations with friends or situations that, um, you know, people kind of do you wrong or you don't expect it, right? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? How do you confront the situation the mm-hmm. right way, right? So in this last decade, there's been a lot of that. Yeah. One thing that we kind of share is the fact that we were involved in ministry the mm-hmm. last decade, you know, very heavily. In my case, right, I, I consider myself to have started very young. So being yeah. 16 and then now 26, right, I can say I'm a completely different person, think completely different. And um, I have to admit that I think it's because of the things that I have gone through, you know, along the way. Now, I have the option of letting it be for the better, right? Mm -hmm. Positive or negative. Just like we all have like that situation this last decade, right? We've been through things. Now, do we let it affect the next 10 years of our life? Right. Or do we learn from it and change for the better? Mm. Right. So um, definitely it's all a learning process. In this last decade, I was able to, you know, land my first teaching job. Mm. Right. Been there for a few years already. I completely love it. Um, But it's just funny because when I thought I was going to get the job, you know, Mm. wasn't necessarily when it happened. Right. And I remember being totally bummed about it. I wanted to like graduate college and be completely like, you know, like be employed and have have everything set. And I was 
like, you know what, God, I'm going to be that person that's going to be the testimony. You know what? I got out of college and I got my job right away. And that's not what happened. And I remember that year being very bummed out that I couldn't actually start teaching. I was like, I went to school. I rushed to kind of get it in within the four years. And look, I could have just taken my time. I had a whole Mm -hmm. extra year. I'm not even teaching anymore. Um, And then that was the year where I started doing spoken word and where I released the first album. So it kind of like, you know, you, you learn and you see like there are moments in your life where you expect certain things and you think you have a plan and then the plan completely changes and is not what you expect. But now looking back, you see like, I wonder if I would have done that, right? Mm-hmm. If what I expected happened, yes. right? I don't think I would have started doing poetry and spoken word at that time, right? Mm-hmm. If I would have been fully emerged into this new job yes. and new chapter in my life. Yeah. So it was definitely... um a time that required a lot of faith and trust, but, you know, was able to start doing poetry and spoken word and was able to release things and just gain that confidence and um, still build, you know, on that confidence. But, you know, that was also a big chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is important that sometimes, you know, we should take that into account for the new year, which is that you may have a plan of something that you want to happen or how you want it to happen. And if it doesn't work out that way, trust in that there's a reason behind it you know you had this whole idea about i'm gonna graduate college i'm gonna get the job i'm gonna be this ill testimony it didn't work that way and he could have taken on the attitude of my plan didn't work i suck or my plan didn't work i'm mad at god or my plan didn't work and you know whatever and what happened was that he you know you made yourself sensitive to you know what this is an opportunity for me to work in something that is part of my my passion, yeah. is part of the gifts that God has given me, and you know what? Let's make the time for this. And that is important, you know, going into 2020, where, you know, if you feel that, man, my plan isn't working the way that I wanted to, or what I thought was going to happen is not happening, then ask God, God, what am, what am I not catching? You know, what is it that you want me to do that I um, am not, realizing that I should be going down another lane instead of uh, the one that I'm currently going down, you know, and I think that growth, you mentioned it, I mentioned it, I'll mention it again, is an important thing to identify. Look at the areas in your life in which you've grown. Communication, for me, is an area in which I've grown tremendously, where, you know, the way I talk to people, you know, the way I address situations, the way that I address my feelings, the way that, you know, I present ideas or ways in which I've had to learn how to grow and adapt it to certain situations. We've spoken about this before. You can't speak to everybody the same way. Yeah. You know, there's certain people that you could be a little bit more free. There's some people that you have to be a little bit more tactical. And those are lessons that I had to learn the hard way. And But those are lessons that I learned and I'm carrying with me into the next decade, which is continue to build on those communication skills on how do you speak, you know, with your friends? How do you speak to your partner, your wife or your husband? How do you speak to your kids, to your church, uh, a family? Because that is important also, um, because that is going to help you grow. And that will also help the people around you grow when you learn how to communicate with them effectively. Yeah, definitely. Um, And a lot of times, your growth um, not only is from what you've experienced, right, but there may be cases where other people depend on your growth too. Mm-hmm. You know, where there are people around you, whether it is your family, your friends, or your wife, your husband, right, that um, 
sometimes need that growth in you as well yeah. right to whether it's to inspire them or to push them or you know there's so many things i think sometimes you don't realize that the lessons we learn it's not only for us right but yes. it does affect everyone around us um one of the biggest things right in this last decade again when I started, right, 16, start at the beginning of the decade, now 26, right, was able to get married, yeah. right, which was a huge thing, um, highlight for me um, for this decade, which that brings in itself a whole different um uh, I want to say Everything. level of growth. Everything, right? But a whole different level of yeah. growth where it really gets you reflecting on yourself, mm-hmm. right? And um, I believe, I, I am so... Uh, I guess you could say a vivid believer, right? In the fact that, you know, God is so strategic in what he says. He's intentional with what he says, you know, how God views the church, right? Mm. As his bride in the sense of, you know, why God would pick the analogy, right? Mm. Of a marriage Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, kind of illustrate his relationship with us. And it's just that idea of, you know, unconditional love, the idea of of sacrificing, Mm -hmm. right? sometimes the flesh right Mm -hmm. your desires and your wants or your motives for you know someone else Mm -hmm. and um obviously you know this is not a whole marriage thing so there's the whole you know idea of compromise and meeting in the middle and all those different things but just the idea in general of marriage where Mm -hmm. it's dying to oneself right for Mm -hmm. the betterment of someone else um and when god is in that when there's you know that spiritual connection when god definitely brings that person into your life you know this analogy, this metaphor that he puts in his word of the church being his bride makes Mm. so much sense. Right. And it truly does open your eyes. So I think for me, um, it's helped, you know, my spiritual walk and just my relationship with God, just Mm -hmm. looking at it in that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I think that's in itself is just awesome. Um, you know, so going through that journey, being able to do some traveling, um, you know, as a married couple has been awesome as well. And having that privilege, um, also as I started last school year, I also started, um, my master's degree. Mm -hmm. So getting like that year and a half done, um, has been you know, an accomplishment because it's mm-hmm. something I never thought I would do. I always said, once I get my bachelor's, I'm That's done. It. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going back to school. And again, you have a plan, you have mm-hmm. an expectation, you have a certain idea of what you want. And then, you know, these things kind of come and yeah. it's like, hmm, you know, and this was definitely something that I didn't plan. Right. But it's something that I'm grateful for. And again, yes. um, the idea of balance, the idea of having to organize and prioritize and plan, right? These are all things that Mm -hmm. I'm taking into this next decade. The idea that, you know, if it's not planned, if it's not scheduled, it's not going to happen. You know, whether that's time with God, whether that's time with friends or family, whether that's time to do your homework, whatever it is, you know, the idea of scheduling and planning and preparation is super important. Yeah. You know, I agree with that also. And, you know, it's something that we've had to, you know, implement in our lives and in our personal lives as well. Uh, this year, you know, you're a year and a half married, um, right? A year and a year and a half, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going on almost six years married. You know, uh, we already have our beautiful boy, have a second one. Yeah. Popping out any day now. Um, and, you know, and literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to go. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's, you know, preparation is so important because you have to, you know, as you get older, you know, usually uh, if you follow 
about, you know, people, you know, they get older, they start building families, their circle, you know, their intimate circle gets a lot bigger. And balance is super mega important, which is something that I've had to learn in the last 10 years as well, where you can't just be so consumed with, let's say, your church responsibilities that you neglect your family. Or you can't be so consumed with, you know, I got to work and I got to pay the bills that you neglect, you neglect your relationship with God. So it's like this importance of finding the the perfect medium to give your hundred percent to your to your to your husband and your wife to your kids to your church and also to god you know that's very important and it's not an easy thing to yeah. discover yep. you know there will be a lot of you know mistakes made and yeah. you're about to just say something what were you gonna say no well i think it's something <clears throat> that i think will always be on that journey to find yes. balance yeah because things and keep I, changing because things keep changing and i think unfortunately i think as humans, when God created us, he didn't create us to have all of these crazy responsibilities and mm. being pulled in so many different directions mm-hmm. the way we are. Yes. You know, yeah. um, whether it's through social media, whether it's through our jobs and how our jobs can communicate with us, you know, through mm. email at any time, let's say mm-hmm. certain jobs, whether right. it's church stuff and just, you know, all of these different things that we're pulled in. Right. Mm-hmm. We may feel like we'll we'll never get it right. Yes. You know, but know that, you know, obviously you can mm-hmm. right you may mess up you may fail things may not work mm-hmm. but again you get up try again let's yes. try a different method all right that didn't work we're not doing that again mm-hmm. so we're moving on yeah. right and just kind of developing and trying to find that pace that's right for mm-hmm. you that may not be the same pace for someone else yes and but that's the, the important thing is especially when you're in a relationship um is the importance of identifying we tried something it didn't work it doesn't mean it's over. It means we have to try something else. So let's figure it out, whether it's a scheduling time or whatever it is. Uh, but another thing that I find important is that in all of that, you also have to find a place for rest, yeah. whether it is to rest as a couple, to rest as an individual. Just, you know, if you have to take a mental health day, you know, you call out of work. I did this once um, where I just needed everything was just going so crazy. I needed a day to myself. I called out. I went to Barnes and Noble. I picked up a book. I sat down on one of those huge couches, read. I took myself out to breakfast. Like, you know, there's days that you just need that where you're just relaxing. Whatever you do to relax, that to me is relaxing. Somebody yeah. else would be like, oh, I went to a carnival. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, to me, I just needed a time to just not be doing anything taxing. Not yeah. do anything that's like, oh, you got to get this deadline done. You got to do that. You got to do that. And just be like, no, I'm just going to go and just do whatever random thing pops into my head, that's okay. And you have to be able to have those days as well because that's part of your mental health, mm-hmm. which is something that's very important. And we've spoken about uh, many times um, on, the podca- on the podcast. Yeah. And again, mental health across all ages, right? Because yeah. I think, um, you know, at 16, my mental health probably wasn't the best because of everything that stuff. I was involved in, yeah. you know, where it's all good things that I was involved in. Right. But again, when you're not checking yourself and reflecting, mm-hmm. right. Um, it can definitely cause damage or just things that, you know, you shouldn't, um, you know, be going through at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, this is something that you go through it. So now we learn from it. So we change what we're doing next. Yeah. Um, so all of these things, I mean, looking back at this decade, highs and lows, um, you know, definitely moments where we've seen God be super faithful and moments yeah. where we're like, God, where you at <laughs> any minute now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you know, it may seem, you know, for some people, it may seem like those moments outweigh his faithful moments. Mm-hmm. Right. And in 
talking to someone, you know, I was getting that impression from that conversation that it's been like, you know, their last decade, they can only think of the negative that has happened. Mm. And it's so hard to think of the positive. And in, you know, talking to them, I told them, well, start listing some of the positive things, what has mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And they began opening up and talking about those things. And in the process, they were remembering things that they had forgotten or remembering things that mm-hmm. had happened. And they were like, wait a minute, that happened? In that? Yeah, I didn't even realize it happened this decade. And it's just this idea of remembering God. At the end yes. of the day, you know, that statement, remember God, is so true. Just a statement of God has done so much. Mm-hmm. And I think because of our busy lives and our hustle and our grind, we don't stop to think about those things. Yeah, so we forget. True. You know, many of us don't write things down. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, you know, the journaling type or we don't put things on our phones or we don't remember or we don't keep things right. Mm -hmm. That kind of remind us of God being faithful. Mm -hmm. You know, we're quick to get a souvenir at an amusement park. Mm -hmm. Right. But when God comes through, when we don't have the money for something and all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's an envelope waiting for us with money inside. We forget, (laughs) you know, and we don't remember that. And then we're crying the following year when something Mm -hmm. else is happening. And it's like, wait a minute. Remember God. Remember what God did. You know, so that's one thing that in this next decade, right, or in this next year, um, sometimes I like to take things year by year, day by day, (laughs) minute by minute. Right. But in this next, you know, time of life, it's just making sure to remember God, making sure um, to include him in your plans. But when he does something to remember that Mm -hmm. and write it down, keep something, make it a thing where you remember like God did this. Yeah. You know, and if he did it for me in this situation, Mm -hmm. he can do it again now. Absolutely. You know, and I know a lot of people have things against that whole, like, if he did it for me, he can do it for you type thing. But you know what? If God did it for you at one point, he definitely can can. do it again. Yes. You know, Um, so definitely that's something I'm taking with me. Yes. Right. Um, Are there things that we're still waiting for? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are there things that we're still growing in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, it's the idea we're not giving up, right? We're not settling. Um, and you shouldn't either in whatever, you know, situation you're going through. Um, definitely don't just give up because you're not seeing it right away. Yeah. No. And that's super mega important. You know, one of the things that my, in my life that I've grown with is in my faith in God. And I've seen him, even though maybe the last couple of years have been, maybe the toughest that we've ever had to go through, but we've seen God glorify himself in so many different ways in our lives. That is just, you know, it just, it's evident that, you know, to, to not worry, don't stress out, no matter how much we stress out because of our humanness, we have, unfortunately, we can't help it sometimes. Uh, but just to see his hand in my life and my kid's life and my son, who's not even born yet and God, how God is operating, you know, in his favor as well is just a testament of, yo, he got you. He's watching out for you. It may seem horrible now. It may seem tough now, but don't worry. Everything will fall in its place. So if there's something you got to take with you to the next year, to the next day, for the next hour, that's what you have to hold on to is that he got you. Yeah. And um, in this last decade, obviously, we started this podcast, right? Um, All happened. Yeah. All happened through a conversation. Yes. Right. We were talking about this the other day. Conversation. We were getting the suits for my wedding. Yep talking about podcasts, all this, that, and the other thing, then it happened, right? Um, We've 
started going, um, you know, into this podcast journey. Um, this year we were able to like go on Apple podcasts and all Mm -hmm. these streaming platforms, which has been of a great benefit, right? We've had way more listeners and people engaging in our podcast. So, um, you know, we've had listeners from all over. I know we've said this before, but we're just going to list them real quick, right? U S Canada, Australia, Vietnam, Switzerland, Nigeria, Colombia, South Africa, Singapore, Mongolia, Bangladesh, Israel, and Russia. And that's all in just 2019, right? That we have record of, um, you know on all these streaming platforms so if you're one of those listeners from one of those places or countries right thank you Mm -hmm. for listening thank you thank you for taking this journey with us this past these past few years right um some of our listeners know us right from our decade right in our last decade um so thank you for riding with us and um I personally am looking forward to this next chapter, right? This new decade, this new year, this new start that we get, right? Um, But don't get discouraged Mm -hmm. if (laughs) mid-January you mess up or Mm -hmm. if you something crazy happens or if you get discouraged or if you feel like giving up, you know? Mm -hmm. Pick yourself back up again and um, know you're not alone, obviously, Mm -hmm. in the journey. And they're, you know, people that are are praying for you somewhere, right? There's someone praying for you and um, someone dependent on what you bring to the table and what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. So be sensitive to the voice of God. You know, your plan may not work out, but his plan definitely will. So be able to uh, be flexible, be malleable, be able to, you know, bob and weave, like they would say yeah. in boxing. Uh, so thank you for tuning in in today's uh, episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, be sure to follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, God Life Culture Podcast, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast whether it's apple podcast spotify or google you can search for us and you will find us so subscribe so you can be notified when we drop a new episode yeah so continue to stay with us on this ride you never know 10 years from now we may be doing holograms yeah so we may be in your living room <laughs> or in your car i don't know uh technology has a way of advancing so thank you for listening to the guy life culture podcast that's god, god life culture. culture until next time see ya Bye.